Hey guys, and welcome to the first edition of CarCast, a little new segment that we're doing here on Fortune Theory. Um, so basically what we've just done is we've come out of the midnight screening of the new James Bond film, No Time to Die. Um, it's, it's just gone 3 a.m. in the morning. It's literally like 10 so, past 3. Like, the longest I'm usually awake on an average night. Um, we're just leaving um, one of our local towns. Uh, having watched the film, we're heading home now. Um, <laughs> Wow, this is one definitely like yeah, amazingly highly anticipated movie. Um, lives up to the hype that everyone's been waiting over a year for. It's amazing. <laughs> um, if you don't know us, we're obviously Fortune Fury. So I'm Oliver, and this is Patrick. How you doing? Uh, if you're following us for the first time, um, this is the first of one of many new uh, car segments. Obviously, I'm not the man behind the wheel. That's Patrick, who's trying to concentrate on the road just as I do this Change little introductory. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the whole reason you're here, the breakdown for the film. <sighs> well, it's um, nuts, basically. It is amazing. It, it definitely feels like a new, like not in a bad way. Um, it definitely feels like a new kind of James Bond movie, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, it's not like what we've had before. Yeah, um, like, there's bits that are obviously the same with, like, the whole... You have the music introductory with the opening credits. I felt and, this... With this one, yeah, like you said, it's... It, it's in a new position because of how... If anyone knows yeah. how Spectre ended in 2015, he obviously retired from the 00 programme and working with MI6 um, to be with Madeline Swan. And now in this one... He's basically living up to the hype. He's got that. He's got that wish. He's with her. Um, he's kind of having his little sort of happily ever after retirement, and he's been replaced by I can't remember her character's name. Um, who's now the new? I've forgotten already. She's the new double. She's the new double. She's the new double. I don't even think she was given a name. Was she? Yeah. Unless I'm... Well, it's said in the trailer anyway. If you don't want to be spoiled about that yet. Um, and the lady who says that she's going to put a bullet in his knee, the one that works, uh, she's now 007. Um, that's the title she's been given. So there's a bit of like this sort of banterous rivalry between the two about, oh, you know, are you jealous about that? Are you like, you know, mm. I'm more important than you, you're more important than me sort of thing. Like you've had more experience than me or more respect than me sort of thing. Like it's kind of that kind of thing going on. And uh, <laughs> Bond Jr. as well, yeah. ladies and gents. <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much gains a daughter, a daughter from Madeline uh, during a five-year time jump. They were going Endgame style, um, <laughs> like during the first quarter of the story. Um, basically, whilst they're on their kind of like, I want to call it a honeymoon, but it's not really because they didn't get married, did they? It was kind of just like they're his part, yeah. his retirement. They're he was yeah. just like dating her. They go to this location. They go. They're in this like location they've been to before. Um, Blowfield's still got people on the outside, they ambush him, and then he kind of realises that their old life has caught up with them and to keep each other safe, they kind of have to like ditch each other and never see each other again. Mm. And then the story picks up five years later where her past is basically catching up to her when she was a little girl. Her father, Mr. White, who you may remember from Spectre, had um, Safin, the new villain of this, fa um, this film's family, killed. He basically wanted to repay the favour to Mr. White's family. Um, he spared her, so she, he kind of feels like she owes him a life debt now, and she's going to treat her the same sort of way. Mm. Um, but obviously, James Bond wasn't aware wasn't aware of that because she didn't tell him. So that's kind of like the secret. Or I don't know. I feel I feel like there's a bit more to it than that. But 
It goes that's, a little bit more. That's kind of what I Generally speaking. I will yeah. be watching it again, so like, if well, you want us to add anything more to a future like you video, said to me, yeah, you're like, smarter than this. So. Like you said to me, your issue with midnight, with a midnight release is... Well, a midnight release yeah, is that, like, there was a few times, and don't hate me for this, I was so fucking tired, I'm not going to lie. I was like, yeah, yeah, like, a little bit, but... I stayed awake for the most crucial parts, apart from one scene with Blowfield, which Pat is now explaining to me, and I'll let him elaborate. Well, um, yeah, so obviously we've not run into spoilers yet, but from now, if you're listening, uh, I've not put spoiler, like, review, so from now, spoilers. Um, but when a crucial point when Bond is interrogating Blofeld um, in prison, he, well, basically Blofeld is getting to him and you can see that, like, Bond, like, what what's he going to do? And so Blofeld, uh, Bond then goes to, like, strangle him to basically suffocate him and then Tanner, uh, like, comes in to try and stop him and then, obviously, Bond, like, the moment j- just before Tanner gets into the actual interrogation room, Bond, like, grabs off, but... Uh, a crucial plot device in this entire film being this nanobot that is part of like the entire story of like it can attach to attack different DNA and sort of ethnicity dependent on who it's on so it doesn't necessarily um, injure you or anyone you know it can actually attack someone specific and so Bond because of his connection with Blofeld Although he strangled and almost suffocated Blofeld in the interrogation, it wasn't that that killed him. It's the fact that Bond had the toxin, like the nanobots in his like bloodstream, in his like not in his, I guess in his DNA now. I'm not exactly sure how that worked, but yeah, he he ended up killing Blofeld because of that. So then Blofeld dies in prison, um, and then that ends up being the main. Um, way that Lucifer Saffin, that is such a, that is a Lucifer. name and a half, isn't it? Well, yeah, I, I knew, like, obviously, yeah, I, had to, I didn't know if Saffin was his first name or his last name, but, like, the fact that Lucifer Saffin. Lucifer, yeah. Yeah, I think I must have remembered reading that when I first, like, found out about the character. Yeah. Played by, what's the actor called? Uh, Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Who, um, <laughs> for any, like, people that have grown up just watching any childhood movie ever will know him from uh, the Night Museum movies. And me and Pat were just pissing ourselves at the idea. <laughs> just of before the, the quote, film started. The quote of um, him from Night Museum where he's like, God, you wouldn't believe how stuffy it is in there. <laughs> Which is associated him wearing his mask. Because he's wearing his, like, Phantom of the Opera mask during the... Um, the scene where he's like shooting the ice, which turns out to be the opening scene, because it's the flashback of when he does save um, young Madeline Swan's life, um, whilst he basically goes to attack their family and he kills their um, kills her mother. Uh, Mr. White's already out of the picture, because I'm guessing the it takes place roughly before, like obviously before, long before Quantum of Solace, but. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, it would have been long, long, probably, long. like, at least 30 years ago, maybe more. I was going to say, I've always James Bond would be practically dating a child. Yeah. So that would be a bit weird. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's at least, like, 30 years, I'd say. Maybe, well, it might yeah. be, like, 20, maybe. 20 to 30, at least. Because, um, yeah, that's when... That is, an, like, to... That, for me, like, going in, there's always that typical, like, Bond opening scene, but this is... It, well, for me at least, this was it different was different, because it, because and it there was, was the opening so flashback. fucking good. Opening mm. flashback, and then you add, um, it jumped to present day after that. 
and then um, and that wasn't like it wasn't like Spectre where they're walking through the carnival. It wasn't like Skyfall. I can't even remember what the opening of Skyfall was now. Despite oh, it being one Jesus. of my favourites. Uh, Skyfall was... Oh my god. <laughs> what was it? Oh, it wasn't it when he got... Um, wasn't it when the, um, you know, he met Moneypenny and she shot him for the first time? And then Emma's yes. like, so and, he's and in, like, oh, take the He's in shot. Istanbul and he's the hallway shot. That is the it's opening the shot. sequence, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That all oh, that was a yeah. How did I forget that? Oh my god, yeah, yeah. the hallway shot when he comes into focus and it's like the lights on his eye. Yeah, yeah, that was Skyfall. Um, but this one was a little bit more like because this one was entirely a, focused on Madeline's like backstory. the flashback basically. Yeah. Like yeah, it, it, was, it, was, different, so it was a good. different approach. It kind of felt like a story that wasn't hugely as relevant to Bond specifically. Mm. Um, because obviously it was following a lot of Madeline's backstory, which I thought was really interesting because it was definitely a huge way to make it relevant again mm. um, for his character to be back in the fold of the spy game, practically. Yeah. Um, and just for it to not, the stakes not to be so personal that, you know, even though it does come a bit full circle on him in the end, mm. I don't, it, just, it just really worked for me. I like, loved it because it didn't, like Skyfall, I'd say this at no time to die in Skyfall are my probably my two new favourite Bond films of like Daniel Craig era anyway. This one definitely trumps any bad blood that Spectre had. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I know a few people weren't big on that one and I understand in small ways. Well, it was in a run and after Skyfall and Skyfall just had that sort of the epitome of like Bond's well, time, origin well, when story. when Skyfall came out, time, times were linear, and that was already a different James Bond film on its own because it started to explore the, the back-end origins of James Bond's like, true past yeah. um, with his character. And then Spectre kind of did the same thing because um, revealing Franz over... Um, what's his last name? Um, by Blowfield. Well... I, 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 I want to say Oberhausen, and it's not when you When you Google it, so, it's, yeah. it, Franz Oberhauser is Ernst Blofeld. Um, I get, they are the same person, I think. Uh, correct me if I I'm leaving a little comment, comment if that's right. In different I, arc incarnations what? of James Bond throughout yeah. the series, like, um, I consider like this Craig, the five film Craig series, like a new canon series, like it's not connected to the other ones, but I could be completely yeah. wrong about that. My bleep. I'm not, no, doesn't look like it. So. <laughs> um, but if I'm wrong about that, you know, comments. It was just a very different Bond film, and it worked really well. But then again, it had uh, Carey Joji Fukunaga, which, um, if any, that's a fucking mouthful. <laughs> he was the American director. Um, if anyone knows True Detective, uh, that's the only thing I know him for. Annoyingly, off the top of my head, that was a great series, great first series. Anyway, I don't know if he directed any more. Um, people who know True Detective will know, but he blasted this. He was amazing. He done a great job. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who done like flip, people know for Fleabag and things, she done a, she's done a great job like, assisting in like the screenwriting of this story and bringing it, bringing certain like elements to characters and it just worked really, like again, like the opening scene, it just, that was one of the best character introductions I think I've ever seen. Um, like as just Safin and it's just, the, it just worked so well. It felt like I was walking into Halloween to start with. Yeah. Like a guy with mask and just comes out of nowhere. No, yeah. no like real context explained at all. But like when he got yeah. in there and he was, he mentioned like Mr. White. I felt like oh, there's there's so much like, you know, new retcon canon connectivity. <laughs> it was just a way, like, 
because the thing is a lot of this is based off books isn't it the yeah. James Bond franchise is based off like the books um, regarding it and I like I, I feel like they're dealing with new characters that aren't from the books in this one true yeah but then what you know what they're creating is you know stuff that's going to be like classical forever aren't they and I don't know how and this can... one's just a, like a great send off yeah um, for Bond for like the villain as Blofeld like he's technically gone unless they make a new reincarnation of him in the future just works so well yeah it's, it's I mean, I don't think I can see James Bond as anyone else other than Daniel Craig. So, no. um, again, because I was kind of like, uh, uh, the way they kind of ended it, they didn't really say that there was going to be someone like taking his place. Um, but if I had to guess, like the rumours about a spin-off that's set in the, in the Craig, like canon, um, following. Again, whatever her character is called, I have no idea. Because she's now technically officially the 007 who's officially working for the MI6. Yeah. Um, a series that follows her. Um, and it's just completely new. It's just not, you know, this is just a spin off. It won't be a series anyway. It won't be a film series. Producers, no, it'll just be well, like, it'll be a TV because, show or something. Well, producers have confirmed that they don't want to make a TV series out of. They don't want to make it. Yeah, produce, Bond producers confirmed they never want to, well, I don't know if it, I don't know if the what never was said, but they don't want to make a TV, like Bond won't be a TV series is what they said out of anything. So whether they continue with some sort of franchise out of, oh, trouble is with Bond, it feels like they, they stick to the canon of each new Bond. So whether it's now just going to be the end of Bond, and it's now just well, a double O program. They've never done a not, film where they've killed off his so, character. They've never done a film where they've, again, spoilers, they've killed off his character. Yeah. So, you know, technically all the Bonds could be canon, and this is just the last ever James Bond film we'll get, which is why the anticipation is so high. But, exactly. no. Like, it made perfect sense. Like, I speculated it with um, <laughs> my friend Todd, who knows he'll, he'll be wet in his pants the moment I mention his name in these videos. So, hi, Todd. Um, I spoke about it with you. It was the it was the only way to make it se make sense um, going forward because it was the last film that Craig was going to be in, James Bond. Because that was the first thing. The second thing being the most important thing, obviously the canon of the story. Spectre ended with the character's retirement. It would be a, a dour ending if they were to just get him to retire again. Yeah. Because it didn't make sense. There's no point in retiring the character and then re-retiring him in the next episode to bring him back. I don't want to sound like an ass, but that's kind of like a Fast and Furious move. <laughs> like, but yeah, and it's just it which for add, Bond doesn't really which work. Which doesn't work for Bond because you we need to know. add something like, to you need to add something to the story. We really don't gonna know do what's going to happen now. You need to change things because, like, a lot of people go Bond is Bond. People say we're going to see Bond, and it's if it's not going to be Bond film, if it's going to be the Double O Seven, the new Double O Seven film, it's like what's going to happen, you know? You know, let us, unless they, you know, unless Daniel Craig does come back and they make a prequel or something, it doesn't feel very Bondy doing that. But again, no. in order for it to be a Bond film, that might that will have or to be just the case. Reboot, or they just reboot it with another actor, but they leave it like another. Well, again, we got the whole who is the next Bond. Six to seven years, yeah. 
Um, so we like, I mean, run-ups now. I don't know the exact list. Well, I know Henry Cavill was looked at. Henry uh, Cavill, Richard Madden, Idris Elba. Uh, who else? They like three. Um, I personally like Tom to say Hardy, Tom Hardy, Hardy, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston, Jason yeah. Statham even, but I feel like he'd be a bit too cockney for it. Probably, yeah, he'd be way too cockney for it. He'd be a great character to include in, the in any like medium of James Bond. Film, and he's but... bold as well. <laughs> but I can't picture a bond, a bold, a bold bond. bond. Bold yeah, but bond. that yourself is bold, isn't he? Most of it, for the most part. He's got hair, but True. it's not very noticeable. Like, if someone made a Lego figure of Idris Elba, it would just have to be... It just be bold. Be bold yeah. yeah, maybe a bit at the back, but rarely. Like a shaved a shaved headpiece, if yeah. anything. Like. But, yeah. Uh, no Time to Die wasn't... I can, was see, I can see Idris Elba doing it. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I think that, that could be a way forward, but, you know, let us know what you think in the comments. Like, who, who do you think... Um, is going to be the next James Bond, if anyone. Um, and uh, if not, then how are they going to continue well, the franchise or brand, shall we say, of James Bond going forward? Are they going to... Um, is it no longer going to be in the cinematic medium? Is it going to be... Uh, are they going to revert to books? Are they going to go to video games? Uh, make some inspired music videos? Is it just going to trend and create like meme pages on Facebook like Shrek? Is it going to like, you know, what, what's going to happen with it? I think at least yeah. for the... Are they going to make the, a spin-off TV show, spin-off trilogy starring other characters with some original content just set in the canon of the bottom of the Craig universe? Are they going to just recast um, someone new in a next generation of stories that'll come out in the next decade or so, give or take? I you think know, that at least in the near future, we can, because of the media outlets, we can potentially expect another Bond because of what the media have said about who will be the next Bond. Obviously, we don't know if media outlets are paid to say that from studios or not, but it's all speculation. I mean, unless it isn't, if someone actually has an official source of news, but I mean, No Time to Die has just come out, so that we're bound to not get any. Bond news for a long time now. Um, we might not. Who knows? We might get some news next week to say that you know um, a the next film is in the works. But I imagine because of the massive run-up, No Time to Die has had, and especially it's delayed because of COVID, like every other film as well. And series, it's you know it's long due and long awaited, and so I don't imagine anything else Bond-related will be around for a long time now um it's just well it's who knows it's all speculation yeah no really so yes no time to die was amazing go see it in cinemas do not wait for it to come on on demand (laughs) i know there was this whole thing about prime um amazon prime prime video like buying out the rights for mgm for about 96 Fucking billion, uh, it was billion a, million or whatever. Yeah, it was a huge amount. I, I think again, which is bigger? Is it billion or million? Billions bigger than million. Billion, I think it yeah. was like a few billion they bought it Nin- for. Ninety-six billion. No, it wasn't that big, but it was because billions are huge. I think it was something like I don't know why seven billion rings a bell. No, I heard ninety-six billion. 
It was. I'm sure it wasn't. This. It was. It was. It was something like that. It was weird. I think it was under ten. It was between five and ten million. But I might basically, be wrong. The basically the point was is that they wanted it so they could then obviously have a like Disney Plus have their also own streaming series for MGM related products and mostly yeah. cash off the Bond brand. Yeah. because the new one's just come out and this would include the new one as well so that means the new one would only run in cinemas for a, a limited amount of time mm. very unlikely that's going to be a problem especially now it's just come out because most people who want to see it or will be seeing it will be seeing it over this weekend um, as well as over the next couple of weeks until that time comes where it'll be pulled from theatres and it'll go and the first medium it will go to is straight to that um streaming platform mm -hmm. if the rumors are true and they did buy it out because i actually didn't hear if they did in the end i don't know when i heard it, it was a rumor but it sounded very prominent and there was news outlets about it like official news outlets so i don't know did you hear anything about that i can't remember uh no i mean it's pretty big anyway so <laughs> probably it's it's nearly 4 a.m and i'm talking about fucking news outlets <laughs> Well, there we go. Fucking film at its finest, God. film and TV. Is like, wait, what is the time now? It's, it's 20 to 4. 20 to 4 people, so... Yeah. There we go. Good luck sleeping tonight um, to those who have just come out of Bond for the midnight screening. Um, if you're watching this, probably like... And enjoy the midnight... And 12. enjoy tonight's screening if you're going as well. So. Yes. There we go. Or if for somehow miraculous reason you're in there and the film started at midnight, then how the hell are you? How the hell have we seen it before you? When we had adverts that started like five minutes into the midnight, I wish they didn't do that. To be honest, I wish they just. Played. I think it's only the IMAX screen that has. Well, we had no ads technically. We only had commercials. We didn't actually have r related commercials. Ads. We only wow. we didn't, we didn't have, have trailers. No, we, we, we had no trailers. No. Yeah, uh, you American now commercials. Well, it's just like I consider like commercials are like the TV ads that are played before. Yeah, we had. We, we had no film ads. We had television standard adverts. Yeah, we that, had no film trailers. Um, TV well relevant yeah. trailers. Anyway. Well, we had the Disney Plus thing, which was kind of trailering, which was yeah. a slight kind of trailer if you count that. But that was more of an advert, and you'd get that on TV. But then yeah. you get trailers on TV as well, like TV spots. That's what TV spots are. But no. Yeah, true. Yeah. Just checking, we're good. But uh, no time to die was insane. Definitely go watch it. Yeah. Uh, if there's anything you, you want us to elaborate on, we'll, we'll be happy to do another video on this subject tomorrow when we're a little bit more well. Tomorrow, technically, when later you're today, more awake, when we're this. a bit more awake to talk about it. I'm um, buzzing still. But you're, you're buzzing. Like, out I'm there. buzzing. <laughs> Because I had a few nod-off moments, I'm not convinced I had the full experience. So, and plus, I really there was moments in it that I knew I really loved. So, I do definitely want to go back, and I, I will anyway. Because we didn't, I didn't get to see it at my work because my work was packed. So we had to go to another cinema in another local town. So I'm going to get my free and full experience going <laughs> again in a couple of days' time. So uh, we'll have another video out then if you want a bit more of a breakdown analysis. But um, this is just a instant like mental reaction after watching it um that we thought we'd give you for our first edition of what our, our very posh segment of this channel um car is it, cast is it posh cast car cast i guess the pronunciation could be seen as posh yeah there we go yeah one of one of many no, to come it is posh it is <laughs> brilliant Sense of aggression are we are we at we junction? nearly we nearly are in town we nearly are in town 
but uh, yes, No Time to Die is the, one of the first car casts. Mm. Casts. Cast. And we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow for the guilty. And uh, tomorrow's in Friday, by the way, people. And yeah, hope you enjoyed No Time to Die. If you have seen it already, if not, go check it you out. Short term memory loss. You just said that like five seconds ago. What? <laughs> enjoy it. Enjoy it if you've seen it tonight, or enjoy it. Well, know. no, is it? I'm just re well, like yeah, reiterating it. Um, and yeah, that's about it, really. Point is, if you're a James Bond fan, this film is not going to disappoint you. It will only not. if you crave more sequels after it pointlessly. Yeah. But um, let's put it that way. There we go. Yeah. And until the next time, guys. I'm Oliver, and this is Patrick, and we are Fortune Theory in our segment Carcast. See you later. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh fuck! What recorded? <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> <laughs>